here is a news flash. The German radio has just announced that Hitler is dead. Don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. All hostilities to cease at 0800 hours. How wonderful, Mr. Churchill has come out onto the Ministry of Health balcony. We have never seen a greater day than this. The war's over. It makes a nice story, but we know, don't we? The real work's just beginning. We need good men like you to get out there, pick up the pieces, and put the world back together right side up. I'm sending you east, Haywood. Haywood? Yes, sir. Thinking about home? No, sir. I suppose I could give you a couple of days to go back, see your family. It'll be a good two years till you get the chance again. I've no one back there, sir. But if I could have a couple of days here before I leave. Fallen for the desert, have you? I'll see what I can do. Miss Leonides. Yes, sir. Let the embassy know Hayward will be on his way later this week. Yes, sir. You'll be returning to London as planned. Very good, sir. I know what you're thinking, Charles. I'm not going to ask you to marry me. Uh, but I thought you might be a bit more lyrical about it. Our friends got carried away with romance, and look what happened. Married in a hurry, went off to war, and now they're stuck with strangers. I won't let that happen to us, Sophia. I'd be willing to risk it. No. I want you to be sure. I want you to go home free. See what life's like there now, what you want out of it. The answer will still be yes. Although, if we marry back there, you'll have to meet my grandfather. You never mentioned a grandfather? No. Well, go on. His name is Aristides Leonides. I adore him, but he's quite something. Over eight years old and five feet tall and over a million pounds in the bank. So what's the matter? Why do you approve of me? Will you approve of him? He might even be alive by the time I get back. Oh, Grandfather has no intention of dying. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes on forever. Please, let's not talk about home. No. We should make the most of the time we have, here and now. What, in the Consul General's office? Uh, I didn't mean... No, um, I meant... <laughs> you are a good man, Charles. I can wait for you. It had to be you. It had to be you. You lost, sir. Uh, I'm I'm looking for three gables. Down from Scotland Yard? No, why? You're practically on it. Turn off uh, to the right there. It's hidden in the trees. Don't take your time, mind. The way they come flying round that corner. Oh, thank you. But Just why did watch you... your back. That turn off's lethal. Oh. What's your business here? It's personal. Still my business. Sergeant Lamb. Scotland Yard. What's going on? What's happened? I'll ask the questions, pal. Get off me. What's the hold-up? Uncle Alec? Charles? What are you doing here? I need to get to the house. Sorry, sir. I didn't know you were related to the Chief Inspector. He's not. I just knew his father. Ah, the late Commissioner. Oh, uh, terribly sorry, sir. Just tell me what's going on. Is Sophia all right? Yes, Sophia's all right. Why don't I walk with you up to the house? Aristides is dead. Most who met him find that hard to believe. I never met him. I did. 
He was a crook? No, not a crook, but he was crooked, all right. Never broke the law. Always thought up a way around it. <sighs> Sophia knew I wouldn't approve of him. Sounds like you're pretty close to Sophia. I'm going to ask her to marry me. Congratulations. Well, let's hope so. I really should go and... Uh, Did she her. warn you about her family? Why? They can't all be crooks. Nothing so straightforward. In fact, Aristides married proper aristocracy. Ugly little gnome he was, but women fell for him. And it can't just have been the money. His first wife gave him eight kids. Eight? The dynasty's shriveled since. One died in infancy, two wars have taken five more, and TB took the wife, leaving the spinster sister to take care of the leftovers. One son's married a stone-cold career woman with no interest in kids. The other son married some actress and only mustered two daughters, your Sophia and the young Josephine. Aristides must have been hoping for more. Ten years ago, aged 77, he married a 24-year-old waitress named Brenda. But she's given him nothing, except maybe a syringe full of poisonous eye drops so she can get together with Josephine's tutor instead. You think this Brenda killed him? Where else she's the perfect setup? Who knows? They're all on my list. But trying to find your way into this family is like trying to find your way around that monstrosity. Three gables? It looks more like 13. And they all lived together in a little crooked house. Hope I'm not putting you off, Charles. You can turn back now if you like. Nothing could put me off. Good. I could do with some help. What kind of help? Getting closer, getting evidence. I'm not going to be your spy, Uncle Alec. You'd want to make your dad proud, wouldn't you? I don't want to lie to Sophia just so I can get you the dope on her family. It's your call, of course, but if you don't, then suspicion's going to hang over all of them. And I guarantee a nice girl like Sophia won't marry you till it's cleared up. So you're going to need evidence too, aren't you, son? Charles! How long have you been here? I've just been talking to, to, to Chief Inspector Taverner. Perhaps you two should have a little talk now. Stay in the grounds, won't you, Miss Leonidas? The rock garden. This way. I'll see you later, Mr. Haywood. Now and forever is the love we share. It reminds me of the desert. You do still want to marry me, don't you? <laughs> You're still less than lyrical, Charles. I'm sorry. I... This isn't how I planned it. It doesn't matter. I can't marry you. Have you met someone else? Of course not. <sighs> do you need time to get to know me again? You haven't changed a bit. Well, then why won't you marry me? Because I'm scared. No one thinks it was you. No, everyone thinks it was Brenda. But you don't. I don't know. You don't know my family, Charles. We're not like yours. <sighs> my dad had his moments. Charles, my grandfather stabbed two men when he was a boy back in Smyrna. He used to tell us about it like a funny story over dinner. He used to tell us about grandmother, too. How he fell in love when he saw her wringing a pheasant's neck with her bare hands. She didn't flinch, he'd sigh. I can see it pass down into all of us. Different kinds of... Ruthlessness. Well, not in you. How can you be so sure? I might be able to murder someone. If it was really worthwhile. But you didn't. But I could have. And so could any of us. Till I know for sure who it was, I can't stop being scared and I can't marry you. Then I'll find out who did it. Everything's so nice and simple for you. It's exactly. I can see more clearly. 
Let me meet this family of yours, see what they're really like. How can you with the police everywhere? Listen, Sophia, I'm not supposed to tell you, but I know Tavener. He was my dad's right-hand man, and, well, now he wants me to be his, using you to get the lowdown on your family. I, I, I told him where to go, but if it helps you, if it helps us, then I'll do it. I'll find out the truth, and then we can get married. What if you don't like the truth, Charles? What do you mean? Would you still want to marry me? Whatever. Even if it was one of us. You're not one of them. You're my Sophia. And we've nothing to fear from the truth. As long as we're honest with each other, nothing can hurt us. If only it was Brenda. Forget Brenda. Close your eyes. Remember the desert. Aunt Edith, uh, uh, this is Charles Hayward. <clears throat> I should hope it is. Uh, Charles, this is my great aunt, Mr. Haviland. Have you come to help us? Or are you here with the police? I knew your father briefly. I hope to help. Oh, we could do with some. And Nanny needs your help, Sophia. Something about fish. I'd better go, or there'll be no lunch. <laughs> you will stay, won't you, Charles? Thank you, I'd like that. Stay out here if you like, if Aunt Edith doesn't mind. He can help me with this vine weed. Ah, hateful stuff, choking, tangling. Runs along underground so you can't get at it properly. Oh, oh. oh um, you sit down, I can manage. Oh, thank you. When did you know my father? Before he met your mother. What? Oh. He was a good man. It would never have worked. This is a bad business, Charles Haywood. It will change everything. Aristides always kept this place under control. You could say that for him, at least. Oh, you didn't care for him? Oh, I disliked him intensely. But someone had to look after his children, and his children's children. Philip could hardly rely on an actress to be a proper mother. What does Philip, um, Mr Leonides do? Writes books no one wants to read. Most people have to stop being cranks and earn a living. But Aristides settled a great fortune on him. On Roger, too. Gave him a big business to play with. He even sport the grandchildren with enormous trust funds. So, so no one really gains by his death? <laughs> they all get more money. But they could just as well have asked for it. Who do you think poisoned him? Well... I suppose the police will fasten it on Brenda. You think they'd be wrong? If it was her, I suppose it would be more or less all right. Annoying publicity and all that. But at least she's not one of the family. Have you given up Charles Haywood? Oh, um, I think I've got the worst of it. It'll grow back by tomorrow. Would you like to meet Philip? You really should, if you're staying... Why didn't you come inside? I'm never going to find my way around. Oh, we'll see. No, not yet. Wait. Baby? This is Charles Haywood. I thought it was that inspector. I've explained I'm working. Charles Haywood, Philip. Oh, hello. Hello. Excellent. I seem to have caught you on a break. Well, no, not really. Good to see you're still here, Mr. Haywood. 
You know each other. Charles' father was commissioner of police. Mind if he sits on on our chat? What for? I thought you'd escaped the family business, Charles. Oh, I, I have. I, um, it's I just, just good to have a third person for veracity. Well, unless you need a fourth, I'll leave you to it. I should explain, Mr. Leonides. I'm really here with Sophia. In what way with Sophia? That interview will have to wait, I'm afraid. I have a few more pressing questions to put to you. Do you mind me asking how your father's death affects you financially? Not at all. My father remade his will last year in front of us all. A hundred thousand was left to Brenda, his wife. The rest was divided equally between myself, Roger, and the two grandchildren. But my father had already made us very generous gifts and would have given us more if we needed it. I assure you, Inspector, I had no financial reason for desiring my father's death. I simply have to establish the facts. For instance, did you approve of your father's second marriage? My approval was not asked. Do you get on well with Brenda Leonidas? Perfectly well. We very seldom meet. And what about the tutor, Lawrence Brown? My father hired him. To teach your daughter? It seemed Mr Brown was ineligible for military service, so he was hired to teach Josephine. As far as I'm aware, his services have been adequate. Are you aware of any intimacy between him and your stepmother? I do not listen to gossip, Inspector. So you hear no evil, you see no evil, and you're not going to speak any evil. I read and I write. Or I try to when I'm granted the peace and quiet. Darling, we've got to put on the Edith Thompson play right now. Think of the advanced publicity from the murder. Actor. I know, I know they say I must always play comedy. But doesn't comedy only heighten suspense? I know just how to play it. Silly, make-believe, right up to the last minute, and then just terror. Don't you think that's the way to play it? I'm sure it is. Thank you, darling. And you are... Howarth. He's here with the inspector. Oh, inspector, you must excuse me. I'm still in shock. Can't quite take it all in. You were fond of your father-in-law? Devoted. Old Sweetie Pie was so kind. Your husband was just about to tell me about Mrs Leonidas and Mr Brown. I most certainly was not. They were very friendly, weren't they? Dear Brenda is friendly to everyone. But were they more than just friends? Mother, I've... Uh. Sorry. Uh, No, uh, perhaps you can help us, Sophia. The inspector wants to know if Brenda and Lawrence are having an affair. Uh, We've never seen any evidence of the kind, have we, Mother? Of course not. I don't really think, Inspector, but that is a question you should be asking me. I'm, I'm in mourning. Thank you for your help, all of you. I must let you get on with your work and your mourning. Shouldn't you go with him, Mr Howth? Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not with him. There's, um, uh, there's been some misunderstanding. He's with me, Mother. It's Charles Haywood. Charles? Philip! It's Charles! Edith Thompson, for God's sake, Magda, what were you thinking? How wonderful of you to come and see us, Charles. What do you think? Think of... Do you think that was the right way to play it? Holding it back, protecting my family? You're going to get us hanged. Perhaps you should show me how to hold back, Philip. You're the expert. You did beautifully, darling. Didn't she, Charles? Oh, oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Really? These shoes are wrong. Frivolous. There you are. I thought you got lost in the maze. Don't ever do that to me again. Do what? Drop me in it. I didn't have a clue what... I mean, who exactly am I supposed to be? I'm not following you, son. If you treat me like your hanger-on, they're all going to know I'm not just Sophia's fiancé. They're going to start asking questions. No, they're not. You're an audience. That's all Magda Leonides cares about. And Philip is oblivious, apparently. What did you tell Sophia? Nothing. Just that I'd stay and meet the family. Perfect. You can stop worrying, then, can't you? 
Did they give anything away after I'd left? No, not really. Listen, I don't think I can do this, Uncle Alec. I don't like deceiving them. You're a good boy, Charles, but this isn't a good place. Just be straight with me and you'll be all right, all right? All right. Good. Now come on and meet the other brother, Roger. Sorry, wrong room. This wretched place. Come in, come in. I was just going, but it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll get Clemency. She, uh, Clemency, it's um, it's the inspector. He, uh, are there any cigarettes? Oh, just wait a second. I'll, 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 I'll be back in a, a second. Please be gentle with my husband, Inspector. He worshipped his father. Were you on good terms with your father-in-law too, Mrs. Leonidas? I didn't like him very much. Oh? Why was that? I disliked his objectives in life and his ways of attaining them. What about Brenda Leonides? I never saw very much of her. Sorry, sorry. Well, Inspector, any news? As we suspected, it was Esserine poison. Oh, my God, then it was that woman. Have you any reason for thinking that? Reason? Who else could it be? He took her from the gutter and this is his reward. A just reward, some might no. say. No, Clemency. My father was an amazing man. It was I who failed him. Nonsense, Roger. You were loyal to the end. Please ignore him, Inspector. He's just upset. I'd feel a damn sight better if I could wring that Brenda's neck with my own hands, with my own... Roger! Sorry. Sorry, Clemency's right, as always. I'd do anything for her. Then perhaps you'll go and get me a drink. Of course. I, I should probably... Excuse me. Really, you know, he wouldn't hurt a fly. Whereas you're a scientist, isn't that right? The Institute analyzes the radiation effects of atomic disintegration. The work has nothing destructive about it. Your work sounds crucial, Mrs. Leonides. Some of my colleagues were in Japan. Thank you. I don't think we've met. Charles Hayward, pleased to meet you. It's good to meet you too, Charles. If you're interested in the project, I can show you. Well, you certainly got her talking. We might make a copper of you yet. I'm only doing this for Sophia. But she did come out of her shell, didn't she? To reveal a remorseless sort of woman. Curious, the people who marry each other. Roger and Clemency, or Philip and Magda. You and Sophia. That's really none of your... I'm only ribbing you, Charles. I was thinking of Aristides and Brenda. Do you think they were happy? Oh, well... Hard to tell when nobody appears to know her. So you have to get to know her, whilst I tackle Lawrence Brown. You want me to go on my own? From what we know of Brenda, I reckon that will be the most effective. And you don't want to look like my hanger-on, do you? No, but I don't think Sophia will be too happy. Then don't tell her. Love for sale Appetizing young love Who are you, Charles Hayward? Oh, thank you, Anne. A friend of Sophia. Friend of the family? Uh, no, I hardly know them. You mustn't trust them. Any of them. You don't like the Leonides? They've always hated me. Because you married Aristides. Well, why shouldn't I? I was very fond of him. They go on about his age, but he wasn't like an old man. He had more about him than any man I've ever met. He had more money. We gave those vultures plenty of money, too. I didn't even know he was rich. He only ordered scrambled eggs. But you met at work? Yeah, in the caf cafe. I'd been crying. He asked me what was wrong. I'd got myself in trouble. They think that makes me a bad lot, but I wasn't. 
Terry was my first. He went overseas and never wrote or anything. Oh, he must think I'm a little fool. People make mistakes. Yes, that's what Aristides said. He said everything would be all right, that he was lonely and he'd look after me. We'd be married at once. He didn't even ask, really. Then I found out he was the great Mr Leonides who owned the cafe and lots more besides. It was just like a fairy tale. What happened to the child? There wasn't one after all. I made a mistake. You seemed pleased. I was happy just being his wife, except for the rest of his family. They were vile to me. And now they're making out I murdered him and I didn't. Why would I? Because of Lawrence? Do you know Lawrence? Oh, I, I haven't met him, but... Um... But they say we're having an affair. They're revolting. I feel sorry for Lawrence. He's sensitive. That's why he couldn't fight. That's why they don't like him. But we're just friends. Like we are, Charles. We are friends, aren't we? She must have felt lonely sometimes. Having someone her own age living here must have been comforting. No, not at all. I, I mean, who's... Come in, Mr Hayward. Take a seat. This is Mr Brown. I was just saying how natural it is that an attachment should have sprung up between himself and Brenda Leonidas, don't you think? Uh, it would be understandable. No! I know what you're thinking, and it isn't so. The, the very idea of killing is a nightmare to me. I have religious objections. They knew that at the tribunal. I was so grateful to Mr and Mrs Leonides for taking me on here. Josephine is such an intelligent child, and now you think I did it. I haven't said so. But you think so? They all do. I'm sorry, I'm not well. I, I really must just... Oh. Poor man, he's scared stiff. Scared of being caught. He hasn't the nerve to murder someone. Not to shoot them, maybe, but to tamper with a couple of bottles so he could marry a very rich woman. Brenda swears there's nothing going on. Do you believe her? Yes, I do. She's scared, too, but that could mean they're innocent, especially with the whole family pointing the finger. Good work, son. You're getting to know them already. Sophia will be proud of you. So, Brenda got to you, did she? Don't be like that. I'm just trying to see all sides. And see my side. I don't like the type of girl who makes up a hard luck story and marries a rich old man on the strength of it. Was it made up? Don't tell me you fell for it. Well, if I did, so did your grandfather. Grandfather was smart. He knew exactly what he was doing. Playing emperor to her beggar maid. The marriage was a great success, just like all his schemes. Like hiring Lawrence Brown? Exactly that. A soulful friendship with someone tame like Lawrence would stop Brenda looking outside for a real love affair. Grandfather had everything planned out. Apparently not. He couldn't have known they'd turn on him. You said it wasn't, Brenda. I said I didn't know. You said you'd find out, but it seems you're not up to it. Two years, you say, you've waited faithfully for me. I have. You're two minutes with her and you crumble. How can I believe a word you say? Because I'd never lie to you, Sophia. Then be honest, you like her, don't you? She's not even good-looking. She doesn't have to be when she can make a man feel sorry for her. You haven't answered my question. I'm not the one under suspicion here. What's that supposed to mean? I'm doing this for you. You're either lying or you're being naive. Why? Because I'm not being ruthless. Get out. No, sorry. Uh, Sophia, I'm sorry. No, just go. You always heard the one. a crooked man and he walked a crooked mile to do the crooked sixpence a 
crooked style. Do 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 crooked cat. Uh, crooked mouse. And they all lived. Watch out! It's not funny. It almost hit you. I saw it coming. You can't see a thing around that corner. Stupid people can't, but I can. You must be Josephine. You're Sophia's young man. You're missing your lunch. You're missing your lunch. Have you fallen out with my sister? I wanted some fresh air. People send me out for fresh air when I'm not wanted. Do the police know you're out here? Probably not. They're very stupid. You know Chief Inspector Tavola, don't you? And that sergeant with the suede shoes. Only since I arrived. Why don't you like them? They should wear proper shoes. I shan't tell them anything. What sort of things do you know? I know Grandfather was killed with Esserail. How do you know that? I'm like a detective. I'm always collecting clues. Don't you want to be a detective? Not anymore. I'll either be a detective or a ballet dancer. Grandfather wouldn't let me do ballet lessons. He said I'd be no good. But he was wrong. Watch. Very good. And even better with lessons. And the proper shoes, of course. Of course. Well, take care, Josephine. Wait, don't go. I know something else. You should go back inside. I knew that Uncle Roger and Aunt Clemency won't be going away anymore. Where were they going? To South America on Tuesday. They never mentioned that. It was a secret, a clue I found out. Did you find out why they were leaving? You sound like a detective now. Give me that, Josephine. Just answer me. Do you know why they were going? I think so. I think it was something to do with Uncle Roger's office in London. Something to do with embezzling, which means to appropriate fraudulently. May I have my ball back? In a minute. When did you find out all this? Before Grandfather was poisoned, Roger was shut up in the room with him, talking and talking. He was in quite a state. You were listening at the door. That's what detectives do. They look in people's desks and read their letters and find out all their secrets. I bet that's what Tavler and the man with the shoes and you would do, if you knew where to look. May I have my ball, please? Here. Listen, this is important, Josephine. I need you to tell me exactly what you know. I know who killed Grandfather. Talk to the girl, to Josephine. She's already talked to me. How many murderers have I caught? How many got away? She knows who killed Aristides. Are you sure? She just needs more clues. Don't we all? What, you don't believe her? She's just playing detectives, making this into a game. Who killed Grandfather? Her way of coping, I suppose. No, but she knows things. She says Roger was in trouble at work, money trouble. United Catering's rock solid. She heard her uncle arguing about it with the old man just before he was murdered. He neglected to mention that. He never mentioned his escape plan, either. 
He and Clemency have a passage book to South America. Maybe they killed Aristides and all this stuff about his wife and the tutor is just a set-up. Brenda and Lawrence are innocent. If the business was in trouble, it would give Roger a hell of a motive. He had opportunity, too. After the argument, he only had to walk into the bathroom and fill up the syringe with the eye drops. Well, his wife could have done it. She's the ruthless type. Different kinds of ruthlessness. What's that? Uh, uh, something Sophia said about her family. They're all so different, but they all have that streak of ruthlessness. Uh, I hope she was wrong. Roger seems so nice. Murderers often do. You need to talk to Josephine. I'll get Sergeant Lamb onto it. Nice work, Charles. You're getting good at this. <sighs> Sophia doesn't think so. She thinks I've fallen for Brenda. I warned you, she's an attractive woman. No, Sophia's the only woman I want. I just thought Brenda was innocent, but apparently I'm being naive. It probably seems naive to trust anyone if you were brought up by this family. But you're just what we need, someone straight who can cut through all their rot. It's what Sophia needs, too. I don't know, Uncle Alec. She told me to go. Well, let's show you're not naive enough to take her at her word. Come on. Oh, there's Gateskill to read the world. Let's find out who gets what. That always makes things clearer. Is you, is I, is you ain't my baby. Maybe babies find somebody new. Thank you, young man. You must be Miss Sophia's fiance. Uh, uh, yes. Nothing's but... official, Mr. Gateskill. In fact, I don't know what Charles is still doing here. Oh, don't be silly, Sophia. One needs a real man so badly in these circumstances. Father, will you tell her? Sophia, please. I'm trying to think. You see? We need you, Charles. Sit by me. It's time to read this will, Mr. Gaskell. I do beg your pardon, Chief Inspector Taverner, but I understood Mr. Aristides had sent it to his bank for safekeeping. What? But it wasn't with his things at the bank. Where else could it be? It's missing. The will's gone missing. Gaskell, father said he'd sent it to you. When he signed it, I'm, I'm sure he said... Stay calm, Roger. Perhaps you should explain exactly what happened when he signed it, Mr. Leonidas. Father had Mr. Gateskill draw up a new will last year, didn't he, Philip? He summoned us all to his room to read it. And the provisions of that will? It was perfectly simple. Philip, Sophia, Josephine and I were the only blood relatives left, so he divided everything equally between us, apart from 50,000 for Aunt Edith and 100,000 for his wife. Father read it all out and asked if we had any comment. Of course, we had none. Brenda made a comment? Oh, yes. Aunt Edith's right. Brenda said she couldn't bear her darling Aristides to talk about death. And after he was dead, she didn't want any of the horrid money. That's why she's refusing to come down now. A conventional protest typical of her class. So when Brenda had said her bit, Father signed the will. Just how exactly did he sign it? Well, he just signed it, didn't he, Clemency? My father-in-law laid the will on his desk and requested that we ring the bell. He signed it, then the valet and parlour maid came to witness his signature. The correct procedure is for the will to be signed in the presence of the witnesses. What happened next? Aristides put the will in a long envelope, which he said would be sent to Mr Gateskill. Hmm. Could the servants read the will they were signing? Father placed a sheet of paper over it. I see. At least I don't see. My men found this among Mr Leonidas' private papers. That's it. That's the envelope. Is the will inside? I was hoping that Mr Gateskill would have his own copy. I've never seen anything of the kind. Have a look at it now. Uh, I don't understand. This is the will I prepared for Mr Aristides, but... It's not signed. Don't panic, Roger. It's probably a draft. No, Mr Aristides returned the draft to me. I then drew up this will. 
I've initialed and dated it here, see? There are no mistakes in my procedures. So it's worthless? No, it's impossible. It simply couldn't have happened. Never any good wasting breath saying something couldn't have happened when it clearly has happened. What happens now? That's what I'd like to know. Well, the existence of this document revokes all former wills. But whether its provisions are valid is another thing entirely. (laughs) Quite a little legal problem. Nothing's ever simple in this place, is it? Which is the quickest way out? Um, uh, left? No, right. You so worried about Sophia? I saw how she was with me. Could be a lucky escape, not marrying into that lot. Although they do have a fine selection of brooms. Sorry, must have meant left. Don't worry, son. If this lead about Roger comes good, Brenda will be in the clear and Sophia will be begging your forgiveness. I hope so, Uncle Alec. It's tavern around here, remember? We need them to trust you. Play this right so we can find out the truth and you'll have this whole household of proper uncles and aunts and the rest. Well, I'll do my best, Uncle. Uh, Taverner. Perfect. Sergeant Lamb. Sir. Have you talked to Josephine? Uh, sorry, sir, I tried, but she just looks down at my feet and sneers. Ah, oh, yes, she doesn't like your shoes. My shoes? Josephine doesn't think a detective ought to wear suede. This kid's just winding us up. Not entirely, sir. I had the yard look into Roger's business. Seems the girl was right. United Catering is due to crash any minute. It's been covered up well, but truth is it's been mismanaged for years. Roger's been helping himself. Oh, he might be a murderer, but he's no swindler. Put it bluntly, sir, he's just useless. Got the business from Aristides, but got none of his business sense. The only thing that could have saved Roger's neck is a colossal cash injection this week. The kind of sum he would expect to get from his father's will, in fact. But Aristides had always been so generous. Why didn't Roger just ask him for help? My bet is he did, but the old man refused, and who'd blame him? Throwing good money after bad. So Roger wouldn't be left with any choice. Oh, give me land, lots of land, under starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Planning a trip, Mr. Leonid. Oh, Charles, Inspector. No, no, just uh, tidying. Have you found something out? Yes, I have. About United Catering. You know. And I know you told your father before he was murdered. If only he could have died without knowing how I failed him. The disgrace. Of a criminal prosecution? Oh, God, no. It's bankruptcy, but an honourable one. I shall throw in all my assets to make sure the creditors are paid. If it's also honourable, why had you and your wife planned your getaway? Sorry. I'll clear it up, Roger. Sorry. Tell him the truth. Thank you, Charles. You're very kind. So was Father. If we'd stayed, he'd have tried to make things right. Bail the business out and make me keep going. And I, I couldn't go on. Clemency had the idea. We'd go away and let the storm break. Get out of here before he could help. But you wanted his help. You went to him that afternoon. No, no, no. He called for me. Tackled me about it. And, of course, I broke down and told him everything. I told him I didn't want help. But the dear old man, he wouldn't listen. He insisted on coming to the rescue. You expect us to believe that he intended to give you all the money you needed? I have the letter here. Look, Charles. He wrote to his brokers right then, giving them instructions. I was supposed to post it, but with what happened next, the shock... He signed this, at least. You should have told us all this before. I'm sorry. I thought I was doing the right thing, but it seems I'm always wrong. So Roger and Clemency had no motive after all. Wrong way, again. Come on, Charles. What is it? Well, you're right. Roger had no motive. On the contrary, if Aristides was alive, Roger would have been rescued. You think someone wanted Roger to go broke? 
Someone who wanted to keep hold of the money instead of wasting it on him. If the will is invalid, do we know yet who gets the money? You know what lawyers are like. Hard to get a straight answer, but the consensus seems to be that if Aristides died intestate, your friend Brenda gets the whole lot. This is all mine. Aristides built it for me. I couldn't stand being stuck in that house with them, so he let me pick my favourite part of the garden and he built me this little place, my haven. I don't feel so frightened out here. What have you to be frightened of, Brenda? Well, of them. They all hate me. They're just upset about the will. You could get everything. Well, I don't want anything. <laughs> you don't mean that. What's happened, Charles? Have they made you hate me too? So I'm all alone. You've got Lawrence. Oh, poor Lawrence is hardly a tower of strength. I've been supporting him through all of this, but who will support me? You should get yourself a lawyer. What for? You don't think No. I... But you need someone to advise you. You can advise me. You remind me of him. Aristides. It's a compliment, Charles. He protected me. Well, I'll protect anyone who's innocent. I'm innocent. But can you prove it? I knew it. Sophia's turned you against me. Leave Sophia out of this. Oh, you'd protect her, whatever, wouldn't you? What do you mean, whatever? Well, it's got nothing to do with innocence. You just protect the people you love and to help with anyone else. I'll end up in court for this and my only crime was not being one of them. You just wait. You just wait and see. No, 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 you're wrong. Don't. Please don't cry, Brenda. If you're innocent, you've got nothing to worry about. You promise you'll look after me, Charles? It's all right, it's all right, it's just... It's... Do you have my ball right through? Oh, you're horrible, Charles, you're horrible! Brenda, Brenda, don't... My ball, please? Were you spying on us, Josephine? Why? Are you worried I've seen something? We were just talking. I could tell my sister otherwise. I thought we were friends. You went and sneaked to the police about Uncle Roger. It's all right. They know he's innocent. I don't care about that. It's simply not how you do detective work. You never tell the police till the end. Oh, I see. Sorry. Here, have it back. They're going to talk about it later. Father and Mother and Uncle Roger and Great Aunt Edith. They're going to try to save the business. Only Mother won't hear of Father pitching in because she wants him to put the money up for her play instead. Josephine, you said you knew who the murderer was. So? So who is it? I told you. You never reveal it till the end. But I'm not the police. I promise not to tell. I just want a few more clues, to be certain. Let me help you, then. Dangerous doing it all on your own. You wouldn't be any help. If you're anyone, you're Watson. Even Watson was given the facts. Might have made the wrong deductions, but wouldn't that be fun? What do you mean, getting it wrong? The police think Brenda did it, don't they? Or Brenda and Lawrence, because they're in love. Well, there's no evidence of that. Well, there's the letters. What letters? 
What letters, Josephine? Love letters, of course. Get. <laughs> Whoops! Too hard again. Be serious. Are you making this up? Are you jealous? Did you like Brenda? I love your sister. Oh, don't be soppy. Lawrence is soppy. He only teaches me because he was too wet to fight in the war. His letters are so soppy. Where are these letters? In here? Too obvious. You have to use proper detection methods. Off you go, Watson. you gone yet? He's been hiding out in the summer house. Josephine, don't tell stories. Actually, he just rescued me from an attacker lurking in the undergrowth. Really? Is that true, Charles? Uh, I just heard a noise. No, he heard the attacker. We were in serious danger. You should have been there. Yes, I should. I don't know how to thank you, Charles. Don't you go all soppy, Sophia. His shoes are quite nice, but he's still stupid. Go and sit with Nanny. Have some cocoa. I don't like cocoa. Josephine, I mean it. You don't have to thank me. That girl's a liability. If it wasn't for her, Grandfather might still be alive. How was it her fault? She asked him about the eye drops. Why does it say not to be ingested? Why would anyone ingest eye drops unless they're stupid? So he told her there were lots of stupid people out there who might ingest them, turn blue, and croak it in seconds. Everyone was there listening. She gave someone the idea. Got to keep an eye on her before she gets herself in more danger. I know. Okay, well, uh, I'd better be going. Will you stay and help me, Charles? I'm sorry I was taken in by Brenda. You're right, I was naive. I shouldn't have got mad at you for that. It's what I love about you most. My naivety? No, that was the wrong word. I mean your goodness, the way you can trust people. I should have known you were being honest. We've got to be honest with each other, Sophia. It's the only way we're going to get through this. It's bad enough having to pretend to your family that I don't know the police and then pretend to Taverner that I haven't filled you in about him and me. If if we had to pretend with each other, too, I think I'd go mad. But you'd still love me. Wouldn't you, Charles? Whatever. What do you mean, whatever? Oh, they're having a doubt about Roger. Come on. Come see what my family's like when they've stopped pretending. Whatever happens, you know this whole thing must be kept confidential at all costs. I'm, I'm sorry, Sophia, we're discussing matters of a private nature. Charles and I hope to marry, Father. I want him to be here. Then why on earth not? I keep telling you, Philip, the whole world is going to know about this when it reads the FT this week. And this dear boy already knows he was with the inspector when I explained. Why is he always with the police? He's not. He's with me. Have a seat, Charles. Thank you, Arthur. You may say what you like, but I do think we ought to respect Aristides' wishes and rescue United Cato. Oh. When this will business is straightened out... My legacy is entirely at your disposal, Roger. No, Aunt Edith, thank you, but no. I wish I could pitch in too. You can't, darling. It's not fair on, on, on our children. Don't you understand? I'm not taking a penny from anyone. Clemency. There is nothing to discuss. It's a question of reputation. It wasn't a family business. It was entirely my concern. Yes, it was entirely your concern. <laughs> and now it's gone and I'm glad. Oh, look at the mess. Oh, leave it. 
Nothing matters compared with the fact that father is dead. Father is dead, and here we are discussing money again. We were only trying to help. That's not how it might appear, Philip. So let's end the discussion right now. What's that supposed to mean? How exactly? Clemency, why are you smiling? I see it because we're free. Good, free at last. From the business. Well, From this family. That's what's wrong with this Charles house. Think. Too much family. Too much devotion. Is devotion so bad? Take Sophia and get away from here. Don't get drawn. May I have a word with you, Charles? Uh, uh, of course, Mr. Havland. Call me Aunt Edith, why don't you? Uh, of course. I wanted to make sure you didn't get the wrong impression of Philip. He's not really mean. It's just what children do suffer. In what way? With Roger being the eldest, Philip always felt second best. Jealous, really. It may seem odious to say so, but I think Philip isn't as sorry for Roger as he should be. Are you trying to tell me something? No, no. Only this is a dreadful ordeal for all the children. Roger and Philip, Sophia and Josephine. I love them all so dearly. Perhaps too much. Surely devotion to your family is a good thing. I needn't have worried. You see us all so clearly. You rather remind me... Of my father? No, not him. To start with, maybe, but not now. You really should go to Sophia, or she'll think we're really up to no good. Of course. Aunt Edith. It's already growing back. What? The bindweed. It's everywhere. Look. Shh. Look. Through the trees. Brenda, where's she been? For a twilight stroll with Lawrence Brown. I suppose he's been comforting her in that tacky summer house. Let's go away, Sophia. It's a little difficult at present. But soon. Has my family scared you off? No, but it's you I want to marry, not them. We don't have to stay here, do we? It is my home. What will we do here? You could run things, the businesses. What were you planning to do when you were discharged? Join the police? I don't know. Maybe. My main plan was... Just to marry you. I didn't bank on any of this. You never even mentioned your family when we met. No. I suppose I wanted to forget them. Not because I hate them. That would be bad enough, but in a way it's worse. Loving each other, tangled up together so close. So we will leave then when all this is over. What an incredible scene. <laughs> I love Roger when he rumples his hair and knocks things over. And Edith, there's nothing more pathetic than the love of a spinster for her sister's children. <laughs> She'd have given anything to be their real mother. Don't be ridiculous, Mother. She idolises you all, just like she idolised Aristides. I thought Edith disliked him. She was besotted with him. Didn't like it a bit when he married Brenda, taking her place again. Mother! Of course you think love is just two good-looking young people in the rock garden at nightfall. We were only talking. I wouldn't interrupt, except I had to tell you, Sophia. I'm sending Josephine away to school in Switzerland. No! Grandfather wouldn't want that. Old Sweetie Pie liked us all here under his eye, but I'm quite decided. I'm going to wire the school right now. Might not be such a bad idea. She'll be safer. We'd all be safer away from here. Grandfather knew what was best. Your great-aunt seems to think I'm like him, so maybe you should listen to me. You're not like him. 
We don't belong here, Sophia. Promise me we'll go. I'll have to think about it. Thank you. We have to stay for now. I'm afraid you're in Grandfather's room. Do you mind? As long as it's not forever. Uh, Lawrence? I'm sorry, I... I just... I, I heard a noise in Mr Leonidi's room and I, I thought... I'm just staying the night. And then I saw you with his beard. It's shaving foam. Well, I'm sorry, I should let you get on. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, come in. Uh, have a drink. There are no ghosts. I know. But, uh, doesn't it scare you being in here? It's funny, but it's the first time I felt settled since I got here. Look, look out of that window. You can see the whole layout of the place, and suddenly it all makes sense. Makes me feel ill. Here you go. Get that down you. <coughs> I keep thinking it's ironic. What is? You, investigating us. I'm not investigating you. Well, you're always with that uh, inspector. What's ironic, Lawrence? You, setting yourself in judgment above us when you were in the war. You're the only one here who we know for sure is a killer. I'm not a killer, I was a diplomat. You made decisions and people died. It was war. Why does that make it right to kill someone? I've never understood. Because you're just doing what has to be done for the greater good. Good? I know what that means in the classroom. Beyond there, I'm less sure. My conscience is clear. How about yours? What do you mean? Conscientious objecting is one thing. Hiding out here, having an affair with your employer's wife is quite another. What? We're not having... Who, who? I saw you in the woods tonight, together. We, we were talking only, that's all. Perhaps you were plotting. The only plot here is against us, Pe people making accusations with no evidence. Well, if there is evidence, you can be sure we'll find it. Who do you think you are? Ah! It was next door. Ah. What's next door? Uh, the cistern room. Wait here. Josephine. Good apple. Woolly. What are you doing in here? Detecting. Detecting what, exactly? I must go and wash before dinner. And you should finish shaving. You look more like a wanted poster than Watson. Have you detected anything I should know about? It's probably about time for the next murder, don't you think? The next murder? In books, there's always a second murder about now. Someone gets bumped off before they can tell what they know. If anyone in this house knows anything, they don't seem to want to talk about it. Sometimes it's something they don't know that they know. Charles, where are you? In here, Inspector, with Josephine. Ah, uh, Mr Hayward, maybe talk in the drawing room. Maybe the murder's already happened. You stay out of it, Josephine. Stay close to Sophia. Will this take long? I think I was onto something with Josephine. Tell him, Mr. Gateskill. It's unprecedented. An old friend of Aristides has approached Mr. Gateskill with a sealed envelope. Aristides instructed him to come forward with it in the event of his death. The whole business has been completely unprofessional. Is it the will? It is not the same will that I drew up. This will has been written by Mr. Aristides and signed. 
Seems to have been his intention to make me look an utter fool. I don't see why you need to tell me this right now. The will disposes of the estate rather differently to the original invalidated will. Why don't you tell the whole family? You are still planning to marry Sophia, aren't you, Charles? Absolutely, as soon as possible. Mr Gateskill, if you please. By this will, Mr Aristides leaves his estate in its entirety to his granddaughter, Miss Sophia. Sophia gets it all. She hasn't mentioned anything, hinted. No, she doesn't know. She'll be astounded. Will she? Of course, if she knew, she'd have told me. Unless she had a reason to keep it secret. Charles! Reason? Tavner, what the hell are you suggesting? Are you sure you can trust her? You don't think Sophia did... Charles! It's Josephine. Come quick. What is it? I think she's dead. It had to be you. It had to be you. I wandered around and finally found the somebody who could make me be true. There was a good man who came home from the war. To marry the woman he loved, who lived in a crooked house with... Her sister with her brains. Her mother with her ego. Her father with no emotion. Her uncle with too much. Her aunt with too much love for her husband. Her great aunt with too much love for them all. Her grandfather's new wife with too much hate for them all. And the tutor with his fear. And they all lived together with her grandfather, Aristides Leonides. The crooked man who was murdered. <sighs> Josephine said it was time for the second murder. How did she know? In detective books, she said it, it always happens around now. She just didn't know she'd be the next victim. Stupid, stupid girl. But it's still only attempted murder, thank God. The hospital will take care of her. I should have taken better care of her. It's not your fault, Sophia. I was with her until Taverner distracted me. What did he want? Uh, it was just some nonsense about the will. If he spent less time obsessing about the will and more time catching the killer, she would never have been hurt. Well, don't go blaming yourself, Miss Leonidas. The way this was rigged up, it would have got us sooner or later. Someone knew Josephine would swing on the shed door and that bloody great stone would fall smack right on top of her. Who would booby trap a kid's game? Who found her? I did. Dinner was almost ready. Nanny said she'd be out bouncing her ball or swinging on that door again. I said I'd fetch her. She was unconscious when you got here? All sprawled out. She had blood in her hair. Don't think about that now. So everyone knew she played here and anyone could have slipped out of the house to set up the trap? That's not good enough, Inspector. You've had long enough on this case to narrow it down from anyone and everyone. I suggest you start to do so and make an arrest before someone else gets killed. My baby. My funny, ugly baby. I used to call her a changeling and make her so angry. And now she'll die. I know she'll die. Hush, Mother, don't say that. Have you called the hospital? I can't bear any more bad news. I'll go and call them. Come along. Very capable young lady, your Sophia. She was like that in the war. 
strong enough to cope when other women went to pieces. That's what first struck me about her. Must have struck Aristides, too. Seems he did the right thing, choosing her as the sole heir to his fortune. Don't even think about suspecting Sophia. What makes you so sure she didn't know about the will? Because she wouldn't keep it secret from me. And she'd never hurt anyone, not Aristides, and certainly not her little sister. She told you the whole family was ruthless. That includes her. She also told us she wants to murder a court. That's why she wants me here, so I can find out the truth and we can get married and get out of here for good. She said that, did she? We agreed this evening. As soon as this is all solved, we're leaving this house and the family behind. So that proves that she couldn't possibly know about the will. Well, she'll know before long. Gates girl's going to tell them all. Then we'll see exactly who knew what. Yes, we will. Which way to the drawing room? Follow me. I'm glad you'll be going. It'll do you good to get away, start fresh. Start your own family. A bit more like your dad's side, eh? That's the plan. Just through here. You're finding your way around pretty well now. Starting to get the hang of it, I suppose. Be careful, Charles. What of? Just be careful. <clears throat> Dear Gateskill, you will be astonished to get this and probably offended. But I have my reasons to be secretive. I had no intention of letting my family know how my fortune was to be disposed of. Hence, I asked you to draw up the fake will and I appeared to sign it in front of my loved ones. In fact, I slid a sheet of blotting paper over the fake will, enabling a little trickery to take place. The will that was actually signed and witnessed that night is enclosed. What, what will is this? It's outrageous! Why would Sweetie Pie want to trick us? Go on, Mr Gateskill. I have long been a believer in the individual. In a family, there is always one strong character who must bear the burden of the others. I have always been that person. When I die, the burden must fall on someone else. I have considered sharing my fortune equally amongst my beloved children. But unfortunately, men are not born equal. Nature is not so kind. My son, Roger, is too impulsive to have good judgment. My son, Philip, too unsure to do anything but retreat from life. There are no capable men, and the next generation has no men at all. But it seems to me that my granddaughter, Sophia, has the positive qualities required. Brains, judgment, courage, fairness, and, I think, generosity of spirit. And so it is to her... I commit the family welfare and my fortune. How dramatic. Madam Sophia, your penniless old mother begs you for arms. <laughs> Spare us a copper, old dear. Stop that, Magda. What about poor Roger, then? Old Sweetie Pie was going to rescue his business. Will she help him and clemency instead? No. Sophia, we don't want anything. Not a penny, dear girl. We just want to leave and make a simple life for ourselves. Well, that's all very well, Roger. But if you go bankrupt, how's it going to look? People will think that Sophia let you rot. Oh, Aunt Edith, who cares what people think? Well, clearly not you, Clemency. But Sophia lives in the real world. I think that Aristides was right about her. So it would be wrong if it got about that she'd behave greedily over this. None of you understand us. You never have, and you never will. Come on, Roger. 
Let me be the first to congratulate you, Miss Sophia. You are a very wealthy woman. If you ever need any legal advice, Never please... Never mind about that now, Gateskill. What are we going to do about Roger? Roger must fend for himself. Even if you put United Catering back on its feet, he'll never be able to run it successfully. But, of course, it's your money. I'll show you out, Mr Gateskill. Oh, very well. I wouldn't dream of putting United Catering on its feet again. It would be an idiotic thing to do. I must get back to the library. This has taken up far too much time. Father. Oh, you must forgive me for not congratulating you, Sophia. I wouldn't have believed my own father could have humiliated me so much to disregard a lifetime's devotion. Oh, Philip, you mustn't take this as a slight. Oh, he never cared about me. It was always Roger. Well, at least he was cut out too. You played your cards very well, Sophia. How dare you speak to her like that? She's my daughter. And my leader now, it seems. But I shall leave you to contemplate your next move. No self-control. I know just how he feels. Magda? It's all right, Sophia. I'll make them see sense. Magda! Don't listen to them. They're just lashing out. Come here. Oh. Everything will be better when we've left this place. I just wish everyone wasn't so upset. You could easily appease your mother. Just pay for a play. Absolutely not. It'd be... Throwing the money away. <laughs> Your grandfather was right. You are a chip off the old block. You know what this means, don't you, Charles? He's put me in charge of this family, this house. I can't go away now. You want to stay? I have to. And you still want me to stay and find the killer? Of course I do, Charles. Why wouldn't I? What they're saying is it true? That your love is burning low. <sighs> There's wickedness in this house, Mr. Charles. That's what there is. Somebody killed the master, and now they've tried to kill my Josephine. Don't cry, Nanny. <laughs> Sophia's calling the hospital again. There'll be good news soon. You know what she was like? Always hiding, listening, scribbling notes. It made her feel important. But it isn't safe when there's wicked folk about. Do you know where she kept her notebook? The one she scribbled in? Oh, very sly about it, she was. Scribbling in it and sucking a pencil. I told her she'd get lead poisoning. But she said it wasn't really lead. It was carbon. I told her off for patches. <laughs> the notebook, Nanny, where was it kept? Was it with her when she was found? Oh, no. She hadn't it with her. I don't know where she kept it. Ever so sly she was. Bless her. <laughs> the kid's room's been ransacked. When did this happen? It must have been before she was hurt. Everyone's accounted for since. And yet again, it could have been anyone. Your Sophia won't be happy. So someone tore up the room looking for something and then tried to get rid of Joseph. What were they looking for? The same thing I've come here looking for, her notebook. I wouldn't mind finding it myself, but if it was here, they've already had it. No, no, Josephine wouldn't make it so easy. Well, as soon as she comes around, she'll have to tell us what she knows, for her own safety. Well, that won't work on Josephine. She'd rather die heroically than tell the police anything. We've got to figure this one out for ourselves. 
Where would she hide it? You're her best friend, you tell me. When I last saw her in the system room, she said she was detecting. Well, maybe we should take her lead. It's behind the tank. Something's trapped. Pass me a torch. Is it the notebook? I think so. Wait. No. Letters? Oh, Lawrence, my darling. Love letters from Brenda. I feel sure that everything will come right. I don't want Aristides to suffer, but it can't be any pleasure to go on living so long. We shall be glad that he never knew that he died happy. Soon we shall be together for always, and I shall be able to say, my dear, dear husband, we were made for each other. I love you, I love you, I love you. Uh, forget the notebook. <sighs> that narrows it down all right. I can't believe I felt sorry for her. I bet Lawrence fixed that booby trap. It explains what puzzled me about it. What was that? It was such a sappy thing to do. Look here, say the kids got hold of these letters, letters that are absolutely damning. You can't get them back because she's hidden them, so you have to put her out of action. You know she plays on her own in the shed, so what do you do? You lie in wait with a poker or rope or whatever, and you finish her off properly. You don't hope a lump of rock's going to do the job for you, not unless you're too wet to attempt anything else. The family might be ruthless, but sappy old Lawrence would have to rig up a trap like that and hope for the best. Like the poison in Aristides' syringe. Exactly. It's just the sort of thing him and Brenda would cook up. No brute force, no bloodbath. Keep their hands nice and clean. Everything isn't going to come right for them now. Not with this evidence. Good work, Charles. Your dad will be proud. <sighs> Sophia will be relieved. <laughs> How's it feel to be engaged to a million pounds? She didn't know about the will, Uncle Alec. You do believe that, don't you? Well, I was sorry to put you through the mill there, son, but you understand how it was. Everyone was under suspicion. I even doubted her myself for a second. Well, she's in the clear now. You can whisk her away as soon as you like. Ah. Uh, what is it? Uh, she wants to stay. Oh? No, she has to, because of the will, but she doesn't like it. It doesn't mean anything. Look at the letters. It was Brenda. Charles, something terrible's happened. You've got to help me. I can't, Brenda. I told you to get a lawyer. I don't need a lawyer. I need you to talk to Sophia. Talk to me yourself, Brenda, and stop pawing my fiancé. How dare you sack Lawrence? What gives you the right? My grandfather, your late husband, he put me in charge, and I'm doing what needs to be done. Josephine's on the mend, and I'm not putting her in danger again. I shall make new arrangements. Oh, poor Lawrence is so upset. He thinks you don't trust him. Charles, tell her she can't send Lawrence away. Lawrence has already gone. Well, that settles that. Gone? Gone where? He wouldn't just go. The inspector will explain everything. Outside. Brenda Leonides, I have a warrant for your arrest. You were charged with administering Esserine to Aristides Leonides on September the 19th. I must warn you that anything you say may be used in evidence at your trial. No, it, no, it isn't true. Charles, tell them it isn't true. I didn't do it. Don't let them take me Please, away. Please, don't do this. Let go of him. No, she's got to you. I tried to warn you. Don't trust her. I've seen the letters, Brenda. Come on, Miss Leonides. Let's get in the car. Where's Lauren? Don't worry. You can still write to him. Thank God she's gone. What does she mean you can't trust me? Nothing. It's all over now. At last. I thought they were never going to arrest that foul woman and her miserable boyfriend. I hope they both get hanged. Yeah, don't be so uncivilised. If they poison my father, try to bash in my little niece, and you say I'm uncivilised? 
You were with her, weren't you, Charles, when they dragged her away? Did you see the real her? Bloodthirsty, gold-digging? She was scared out of her wits. That serves her right. There must be a bottle around here. We really should celebrate. Have the police said that we can go now? Are you so desperate to get away, Clemency? Well, I have to, before the family talks Roger into staying. Don't you want to go too, Charles? With Sophia's inheritance, you can go wherever you like. I think we'll be happy enough here. Really? If we can make it our own. Do the place up, get to grips with the garden, rip out that bindweed and plant some decent stuff. If anywhere's crying out for a fresh start, it's this place. It's funny. I thought you were like me, Charles, but perhaps I was wrong. Perhaps you could fit in here after all. I want to see my goldfish. Darling, your bandages are barely off. Come and have some nourishing soup. Don't fuss, Mother. I'm quite all right, and I hate nourishing soup. I'm going to the fish pond. What if she's still concussed? Oh, she's fine. Inspector Taverner just wanted to be sure the suspects were safely locked away before she came home from hospital. My poor little changeling. It makes me quite ill worrying about her. Would you like me to go after her? Oh, would you, sweetie pie? Why did you call me that? What, sweetie pie? Oh, I don't know. It's what you called Aristides. Oh, so it is. I suppose it's just nice to have a man around here again. You've missed all sorts whilst you've been away. I don't see Ferdinand. Which one's he? The one with four tails. I don't much care for that moth-eaten one. <laughs> That's a shabunkin. They're incredibly expensive. So that just shows how little you know about anything, Watson. Actually, I've had to play Holmes in your absence. Don't you want to know all about it, Josephine? I expect I know it all already. I bet you didn't know that Brenda and Lawrence have been arrested. Of course I did. The policemen were talking about it at the hospital. That's why you can't tell them anything. They're bound to blab and mess it all up. Well, they haven't messed it up this time. I hope they gave the correct caution. You have to or it won't stand up in court. I had to tell them about the letters. I found them behind the system. That was a rotten place to hide them. I guessed at once when I saw Lawrence coming out of there one day. He's hardly the type to be fixing the plumbing, is he? I knew he must be hiding something. But I thought... Josephine! More fuss. But I'd better go. You have to if it's Aunt Edith. Soup. In the kitchen. No arguments, young lady. How about cartwheels? Six in a row. Watch me. Watch. That girl seems none the worse for her adventure. Well, let's hope we can all get back to normal now that Brenda and Lawrence have gone. Do you think they'll be convicted? Of course. Well, their love letters is evident. I'm not happy about this, Charles. I've said some sharp things about Brenda in the past. But now... Now... I feel like she should get a square deal. A good lawyer. Aristides would have wanted that. Even though she killed him? I thought you loved him. I told you I disliked him intensely. Well, that doesn't mean you didn't love him. Perhaps not. So why are you suddenly sticking up for Brenda? Because Aristides would never forgive us if... If what? If she was innocent? I'm late. You must excuse me. What is it, Aunt Edith? If Brenda is innocent, who do you think is guilty? I have an appointment in London. Well, I can drive you. We've got to talk. No, Charles. You stay here with Sophia. 
Make the most of your time together. It will be like Aristides and my sister all over again. I don't want to do anything to destroy that. Well, what could you do? Who do you think it is? I just want the children to be happy when I'm gone. When you're gone? You are coming back, aren't you? Yes. But my appointment is in Harley Street. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't need any sympathy. I've had a good life. At least the children returned my love. You mustn't breathe a word to any of them. Oh, I don't have any secrets from Sophia. This isn't your secret. It's mine. And I'm trusting you to keep it. I still can't believe it's over. We need to do something to make it real. I know. Let's dance. Sophia, someone will see. See what? A happy young couple dancing. Well, are you sure we should be happy after everything that's happened? I'm not going to let Brenda cast a shadow over this house any longer. Oh, yes. I meant to say, Charles. The answer is yes. The answer to what? He's forgotten already. Or maybe the offer's been withdrawn now he's met the in-laws. You mean... You mean yes? Yes. I mean yes, yes, yes. Uh, when? As soon as possible. A wedding is just what we all need to bring this place back to life. Imagine Mother stealing the show with some heartfelt soliloquy. Father being forced out of his library into the sunshine to give me away. Josephine might even deign to be my bridesmaid. You've got it all planned out, haven't you? I've had to imagine it all. I thought it might never happen. That's what I mean about making it real. Do you know what I mean? I sometimes wonder if it's really over myself. When I remember how she looked. What did you tell me once? Out in the rock garden. Forget about Brenda. Close your eyes. Remember the desert. We are free, aren't we, Charles? Your friend Tavener isn't about to start trawling through it all again. No. No one else had a real motive, anyway. Except for me. I got all the money, didn't I? <laughs> you had no idea that was going to happen. Did you? Charles, Grandfather told me about his new will two weeks before he was murdered. We were alone in his room and he looked at me strangely. He said quite suddenly, You must take care of them when I'm gone. I've left you everything, Sophia. You never told me. I never told anyone. After the murder, I was scared. Of what? Of people thinking it might be you? That I might think that? Do you see now why I couldn't marry you until the killer was found? Why I needed you to find out the truth? But you didn't tell me the truth. I couldn't drag you into it. Can you imagine how hard it's been for me? Trying to keep you at arm's length, not incriminate you oh, too. You did tell me you were ruthless. That even you could have been the murderer. That's what people would have thought, Charles. I couldn't risk tarnishing your name. But you've put us all in the clear now. Now we can be married without secrets. I thought we had no secrets before. Well, sometimes you have to withhold the truth, Charles. I don't expect you to understand. You're so good, and I love you for it. You've been my rock through all of this. You've made everything all right. Oh, sorry to uh, 
interrupt you. Um, just wanted to let you know I'm leaving now. Uh, I'll, I'll walk down the drive with you, Inspector. See you out. Don't hold him up, Charles. It's getting dark. Uh, I, I won't be long. I just want to thank him. You're a good kid, Charles. We couldn't have done any of this without you. Are you sure you'll get a conviction? Always a risk it'll fall through with circumstantial evidence, but they're not the most sympathetic characters. The jury will probably be against them from the off. And you think that's right, that they're definitely guilty? All I know for definite is that I've done my duty, turned in the evidence, and now I'm out of it. But what do you really think, personally? Well, nothing personal about it, son. There is for me. You've got a wedding to look forward to. I start a new case tomorrow. It's out of our hands now, and my opinion isn't worth any more than yours. But you must have a sense. I need you to be honest with me, please. My sense is they could be guilty. But you're not sure. Sometimes, if you're lucky, you're dead certain. No doubt in your mind. In other cases, you can never be sure whether you've done the right thing or not. It's best not to ask too many questions. I wish to God you were sure this time. Why, you think one of your new family is the real culprit? No, no, not really. It's just... I think they think so. You mean they still suspect each other? I mean, there's nothing so simple. It's more like they're trying to hide the knowledge from themselves. Aunt Edith is uneasy, almost apologetic, wanting Brenda to get the best defence. If she thought they were guilty, that wouldn't make sense. What do you think? Could we have got it wrong? I think I should have just snuck off home and saved myself this trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. You can go. No, come on, Charles. You've obviously got someone in mind. Well, it could be any of them. Philip is jealous of Roger. Magda gets things all out of proportion. Clemency's so desperate to go. There's not much to go on, son. No, there's something else, something Josephine said that keeps nagging at me. I can't remember what it was, except it didn't fit. What about Sophia? Sophia? You admitted you had your doubts before, and she's the smartest of the lot. Aristides put his money on her, didn't he? She knew. About the money? Well, you swore she didn't. I didn't know. She only just told me. So she's been lying to you all this time? Is that so bad? You told me to lie to her, pretend I hardly knew you so I'd get full access to the family. That was for the greater good, to help us both clear her name. What? What is it? I told her. What? I told her everything right from the start. I couldn't lie to her, Uncle Alec. But you could lie to me? That's a dangerous game you've been playing, Charles. What did I tell you? Do the right thing and you can't go wrong. I thought it was the right thing. I love her. Then I wouldn't start unpicking the case against Brenda and Lawrence if I were you. You might be rethinking those wedding plans right now if it wasn't for those letters. The letters? I'll just go, all right, Charles? Go now and forget we ever had this little chat. Keep quiet and you and Sophia might just have a wonderful life. That's it. When we found the letters? Goodbye, son. No, wait, I've remembered. When we found them, we assumed that's why Josephine's room had been ransacked, because someone was searching for the letters and couldn't find them because she'd hidden them. But when Josephine came back, she was quite clear that she hadn't hidden them at all. Lawrence hid them in the cistern room, and she saw him and snooped around. She knew they were there. She read them, of course, but she never moved them. Listen, it's coming this way. We've got to get back to the house. Now! What's going on? Don't you see? If the letters hadn't been moved, then they weren't what the person was searching for in Josephine's room. It wasn't Lawrence or Brenda, and whoever it was, they were searching for something else. Josephine's notebook. And if they didn't find it, she still isn't safe.
doesn't make sense. Who would want to kill Nanny? No one. She drank Josephine's cocoa. Whoever poisoned it should have known what Josephine's like, turning her nose up. Thank God she did, or else she'd be dead now. Any news, Inspector? It was digitalin in the cocoa. Edith de Havilland had a bottle filled with pills for her heart, and guess what? The bottle's gone. Why didn't she keep it locked up? She did, but it wouldn't have been too hard to find the key, not in this family, all living in each other's pockets. So it really could have been any one of us? Well, it's definitely not Brenda and Lawrence, unless they orchestrated this from prison. Yes, yes, you must release them, of course, Inspector. And start all over again. Are you angry with me, Charles? Why should I be angry with you? I don't know, because of Brenda, because I didn't believe you. I think you did believe me, Sophia, but you, you wanted it to be her so badly. I just wanted it to be over. But it isn't, is it? No, the killer's still here. Charles, I'm scared. You needn't be. It's Josephine who's in danger. Everyone else is under suspicion. Murderers like. I really don't have the time. That's what my father said. I asked him the same thing once, but he clammed up and told me to ask one of the tame psychologists at the yard. And I didn't want theories. I wanted him to tell me what he'd seen when he looked into the eyes of a killer. You were his bride and joy, Charles. He didn't want your young mind dwelling on that sort of stuff. But I'm not young now. Well, I wouldn't say that. I can't avoid thinking about it, can I? It's all around me in this house. I've got people I need to protect, so I need to know what exactly am I dealing with. Which room is this? Um, it's mine. I mean, it was Aristides. What a murderer's like. Have a look in that shaving mirror. What? That's your answer. Some murderers have been thoroughly nice, ordinary people just like you. Amateurs, caught in a tight place and they'd kill to get out. Or wanting something so badly they'd kill to get it. I can't imagine wanting something so much. Right up until the last minute, maybe, but to go through with it. You've forgotten. But you were like it once, Charles. We all were. Kids translate desire into action all the time without compunction. We don't keep doing it. We learn. Cause and effect, right and wrong. Exactly. But some people don't. They look like they've grown up, but inside they stay the same, morally immature. They're aware that murder is wrong, but they don't feel it. It was necessary because the person asked for it. It was the only way. Ruthlessness, you mean? Sophia's family had him. And unscrupulousness from the de Havilland side. She tried to tell me, but I wouldn't listen. I thought she was different, but I thought it couldn't be her. Because she loved Aristides. She loves Josephine. I think people more often kill those they love than those they hate. Maybe it's only the people you love who can make life unendurable for you. Have you seen that look in anyone's eyes lately, Charles? I don't believe it. It can't be, Sophia. Love's blinded you, son. No, we don't know it's her. You've been protecting her for too long. She's admitted she's been lying to you. She knew she would get all the money. Poor little Josephine probably knew that too with her talent for listening at doors. Sophia's got motives to go after them both and she has the strength of will. Aristides saw that in her. You saw it too in the war. She didn't go to pieces like other women, you said. I know what I said. It's running round my head every second I'm with her. But my heart says it can't be. I need to know. We all need to know, for Josephine's sake. That kid won't get lucky again. Josephine? What? Well, she knows. That's why they're trying to kill her. 
If she knows who the killer is, she can clear Sophia's name. I'm going to make her tell me. The water's gone all mouldy, look. Ferdinand sank to the bottom and gone rotten. Probably poisoned the whole lot. I'm not interested in the fish. Neither am I now Ferdinand's dead. What exactly do you know, Josephine? Lots of things. Yes, no doubt. That notebook of yours must be overflowing with clues. You know perfectly well what I'm getting at, don't you? I'm not stupid. You know who put poison in your cocoa? Of course. You know who poisoned your grandfather and who knocked you on the head? Of course. Then you're going to tell me right now. Of course I'm not. You've got to. We've got to tell the police. You don't tell the police till the very end. How many times do I have to tell you? You won't be here at the end to tell them anything. You've had two close calls already. In some books, person after person gets killed. And you can only tell who did it because they're the only person left. This isn't a detective story, and you're not a detective. This is Three Gables, and you're a silly little girl who's read too many books. Real people are getting killed. People you care about. Now he was always telling me off. People you care about are coming under suspicion. Don't you want to save them? Come on, I'll make you tell me if I have to shake it out of you. I'll just tell you something that isn't true to put you off finding the right person. Why would you do that? Why would you want innocent people to suffer whilst the real killer goes free? Because I might be fond of them. <sighs> That's not right, Josephine. I don't care what's right. I might care about the killer and want to save them, so I might never tell, so stop asking me. I promise I'll stop asking if you just answer me this. Did you know that your grandfather was going to leave all his money to Sophia? Were you listening at the door when he told her two weeks ago? Yes. And I heard what he said about me. I'm sorry. You don't have to say anything else. If I do tell, I shall do it properly. Not out by a mouldy fish pond with my sister's stupid fiancé. Inside the house, in the drawing room, with everyone sitting around, and I shall go over it all with all the clues, and I shall say, quite suddenly, it was you. I told you about pointing. We're talking, Sophia. That's no fun, is it, Josephine? Wouldn't you rather come and try on bridesmaid dresses? There's no rush to do that. Perhaps not, but I thought I'd run us up to London. Have some fun like old times together. What do you say? I suppose so, if you're really getting married. Of course we are. Aren't we, Charles? Go, go and get your coat, Josephine. I'll meet you by the car. No one's supposed to leave? No one will know if you don't tell on us. I thought you'd be pleased. It's exactly what she needs to get away from here for a bit. And she's safe with me, isn't she? She's already going out with Aunt Edith. Well, why didn't Josephine say? She wanted to surprise her. Um, take her for ice cream. Isn't it a bit cold for ice cream? That's just what would appeal to Josephine. Much more than playing dress-up with you. A fair point, perhaps. But then why is Aunt Edith heading to the rock garden? Aunt Edith! Oh, there you are. Going to attack that bindweed. A waste of time, but helps to take your mind off things. You've taken your mind off her a little too much, Aunt Edith. Uh, weren't you going to take Josephine out for ice cream? I've cleared it with the inspector. He thinks it's a good idea, too, and he knows you'll take good care of her. Thank you, Charles. I'd quite forgotten. We'll go into Longbridge and have an ice cream soda. You can catch her by the courtyard. I have a couple of notes to write first. Don't let her run off on her own. 
You can trust me, Charles. We understand each other, don't we? You're a lucky woman, Sophia. I'm not so sure. Please don't worry about anything, my dear. Certain things just have to be faced. I cannot abide ice cream. Well, goodbye. Leave the bindweed alone, Sophia. I'm trying to take my mind off things. It's not working. This blade's too blunt. Put that down, please. Don't you want to marry me anymore? I thought you didn't want to marry whilst the killer was still on the loose. It's an ounce now. We back out. It'll look like you've broken it off, like you think I might be the killer. This isn't about us. I'm trying to look after Josephine. Don't you think she's safe with me? Everyone's under suspicion. You let her go with Aunt Edith. Well, she'd never harm any of you. Don't you trust me, Charles? Put that down. Why? What do you think I'll do? I don't know. I only know you're ruthless. Yes, you think I'll kill you. Out here where no one can see you. Kill you and bury you beneath the bindweed where no one will ever find you. Is that what you think? No, Sophia. You see? I always know what you're thinking, Charles. You think I killed Grandfather for his money and now I want to kill Josephine because she knows. And now I'll have to kill you because you know too. How do you know it's me, Charles? Because Josephine loves you. That's why she'll never tell the police. And what about you, Charles? Will you tell? Think about it very carefully. Do you love me enough not to tell? No. Good. Then you're still the man I love. Straight and true. But wrong. It isn't me, Charles. I didn't kill Grandfather, and I'd never hurt Josephine. Or you. I might have the motive, and I might be ruthless. But I'd never kill for the money, and I can prove it. How? Because I loved you two years ago, back in the desert, when we had nothing but each other. No family, no money. We didn't even know if we had a future. But I would have married you then, before any of this happened, before I knew anything about the will. All I knew was that I loved you, and you loved me, and that hasn't changed. Will you marry me, Charles? Look at me now. This is how my ruthlessness comes out, on my knees in the bindweed, begging you to marry me. Whatever you think, I won't give up. I'll keep asking until you answer. Will you marry me? Is your answer. Say it again. No, wait, wait, wait. What is it? You do trust me now, don't you? Yes, yes. But if you're not the killer, who is? Charles, look. Through the curtains. One's in the drawing room. What are they doing? I suppose Tavern's rounded them up so he can keep an eye on them. Make sure Josephine's safe. I've never seen them all so quiet, so still. It's like the end scene. What do you mean? Josephine wanted it to end like this. Like in a detective book, getting everyone together so she could go through her clues, making her accusations. Mm -hmm, I can just see her pointing that nail-bitten finger at me. 
Sophia Leonides, you killed Grandfather to get his money, and you killed Nanny by mistake. But you'll never kill me, because I'm too smart, so there. <laughs> well, your mother. <laughs> Magda Leonides, you killed Grandfather in a sulk, because he wouldn't put on your play, which was rubbish anyway. Who else? Go on. Um... Aunt Clemency, never mind trying to run off abroad. I know you did it to get Roger away from us, but now he'll be here forever. Unless she thinks Roger's in on it too, who knows? Is that all? Hell no. Father, you were always jealous of Uncle Roger. You did this to ruin him for good, but then it all went bad, like everything you do. And now you're going to hang from the neck until dead. Oh, God, Charles. It's horrible. Stop it now. Sorry. I didn't mean it. But it's true, all of it. No wonder Inspector Tavern looks so defeated. He must wish Josephine would hurry up and come in with her notebook, put him out of his misery. I'm sure she'd rather let him sweat. Where is Josephine? I'm still out with Aunt Edith. But it's getting dark. Maybe they went to the cinema. Oh, maybe. Sophia, what is it? Aunt Edith kissed me goodbye. So? So she loves us dearly, but I can't remember the last time she kissed me. Charles, it was her digitalum that killed Nanny. Yes, but anyone could have got to it. What was Aunt Edith's motive? Why might she be accused? She doesn't have one. That's why I trusted her. But she loved Aristides. Maybe she wanted to set up Brenda. But she'd never hurt Josephine. She idolised all the children. She had nothing to gain anyway. She knew she was dying. Dying? Those pills were only buying her a few more weeks. She didn't want anyone to know. Where are you going? Sophia! To find them. Wait. There's nothing to worry about. She said goodbye, Charles. She's not coming back, and she's got Josephine. You don't think she's... She idolises all of you. She'd never hurt Josephine. Then where is she? At the cinema, on her way back. Probably turning into the drive right now. So slow down, Sophia. For God's sake... Watch out! still warm. I only hit the tree moments before, but you couldn't have saved them. The old lady didn't break, she accelerated. But why? Why Aunt Edith? Well, she's not going to tell us anything now. No. Sophia, remember, she had to write something before going out. There's a, there's a note with a post in her writing. It's addressed to you, Inspector. Chief Inspector Taverner, my expectation is that this will be opened after my death. I wish to enter wish into, to no enter detail, into no detail, but I accept full responsibility, accept for, the full responsibility for the deaths of my brother-in-law, Aristides Leonides, and Janet Rowe, known as Nanny. I hereby solemnly swear that Brenda Leonides and Lawrence Brown are innocent of any wrongdoing. Inquiry of Dr. Michael Chavas of Harley Street will confirm that my illness was terminal. I prefer to take this way out. I am of sound mind and fully conscious of what I write. Edith Elfrida de Havilland. It doesn't even mention Josephine. She loved that child. Why would she kill her? It's a signed confession. That, plus the evidence of that car wreck, is more than enough to clear this up. It doesn't clear up anything. Listen, son, I might not be as bright as you, but I'm smart enough to know the old lady chose this way to end it. So let's end it, eh? Not my job to know why. This isn't just a job. Yes, it is, Charles. 
Your dad knew that. That's why he left it at the yard each night and came home to play with you a world away. He wanted to know what he saw when he looked into a murderer's eyes. He didn't want to tell you because he didn't want to think about it. He wanted to be able to sleep nights. And so do I. I just want to finish my notes and go home. You can use the study, Inspector. Thank you, Miss Leonidas. Why didn't you say something? You don't believe it, do you? Come into the classroom. Okay, go out anyone to see. See what? There's another envelope from Aunt Edith. We should tell Tavna. I'm assuming she didn't want him to see it, Charles. It's addressed to you, here. It feels like... Josephine's notebook. Charles? What does it say? Today I killed Grandfather. He wouldn't let me do ballet dancing. He wouldn't dancing. let me do ballet dancing, so I made up my so mind, I, made up I, would my mind I would kill him. He said the eye drops were poisonous, so I put them in his syringe instead of insulin. I was very clever and wiped my fingerprints off everything with my scarf. Everyone will think it was Brenda, which serves her right for being so soppy with Lawrence. So It goes on and on. I don't want to go to Switzerland. If Mother makes me, I will kill her too. Only I can't get any poison. Perhaps I could make it with you berries. I will look in the woods. What a monster. Nanny has made me very cross today. She says it's silly me detecting, but she wouldn't think it was silly if she knew it was me who did the murder, and me who messed up my room, and me who set the trap to hurt myself so no one would know it was me who did it all. Everyone has fallen for it, of course. Poor Josephine. Nanny's dead. I haven't decided yet where I'll hide the little pills left over from the bottle. Perhaps in Aunt Clemency's suitcase, or in Charles's pocket. I like Charles, but he is rather stupid. When I am dead as an old woman, I shall leave this notebook behind me, addressed to the chief of police, and then they will see what a really great criminal I was, as well as a great detective. I couldn't see. How did Edith... Well, there's a note. Dear Charles, this is in confidence for you and for Sophia, if you so decide. Go on, Sophia. It is imperative that, someone should, know the that truth. someone should know the truth. I found the notebook hidden in the old dog kennel. It confirms what I had suspected since Aristides died and what he himself must have suspected beforehand with all the trouble he took to keep Josephine here rather than sending her away to school. So now it is down to me to protect the family. And your trust in me gives me strength. The action I'm about to take is entirely my own responsibility. I do not know if it is right or wrong. But my life, in any case, is close to its end. And I do not want the child to suffer. As I believe she would if called to earthly account for what she has done. If I am wrong... God forgive me, but I did it out of love. God bless you both, Aunt Edith. Do you think she was wrong? I, 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 I don't know. No, it's not right. Everyone will think it was Edith. You've got to tell the police, Charles. 
Charles. Your face. What, my face? I can always tell what you're thinking, what you're going to do, but now I... Where are you going? Um, uh, I'm going to shave. Who exactly am I supposed to be? Everything's so nice and simple for you. You're a good boy, Charles, but just be straight with me and you'll be all right. Who are you, Charles Hayward? What if you don't like the truth, Charles? We've nothing to fear from the truth. Today I killed Grandfather. Ah! Damn it! Damn it all! You always heard the one you love, the one you shouldn't hurt at all. You are... You're sure we're finally free to leave, Inspector? Well, I'm going. It's up to you what you do. Of course, you're welcome to stay, Roger, and, and clemency, of course. No, thank you, Philip. We'd rather not. But if you need us, we're here. We really should support each other after this. But I don't think it'll be much help. No, no. Be. You must go, Roger. I have my work. And I'm going to dedicate the play to my baby. What play is that, Mother? We have to put it on now, Sophia, for Josephine's sake. I still can't believe it was really Aunt Edith. She was always such a good old thing. Murderers often seem like good people. That's why it's so hard to recognise them. <gasps> what is it? In the window. His, his shadow on the blind. It's only Charles. For a moment it looked just like old Sweetie Pie, looking down on us all like he used to, remember? Surveying his little empire. The light's gone out. He'll be coming down. Good man, that Charles. Always liked him. We can't wait, Roger. Our plane. Yes, sorry, of course. Well, we'll see you all again at the wedding, oh, yeah. won't we, Sophia? I hope so, Uncle Roger. I hope so. Bye, old man! Stay in touch! Hurry up, Charles. The inspector's leaving. Charles, my boy, you're growing a beard. The mirror was broken. Didn't look so bad. No, rather suits you. Heading back to the yard? No, straight home. Case like this, no arrests, no trial. It's all straightforward stuff which can happily wait till the morning. And Mrs Tavener will be waiting less happily. We mustn't keep you any longer. Now, don't blame yourself for not figuring it out. None of us could have known. No. Well, it's over now. No more questions? No. Does it put you off joining us? I don't think I'm really cut out for the police. Perhaps not. Your dad would thank me for that, at least. Goodbye, Uncle Alec. Well, I think we can drop the uncle now, eh? Goodbye, Alec. Charles, what are you doing? Getting some air. That's not what I mean. I'm not doing anything. Why not? You have to tell the police. Why? Because it's the end. I'm going to tell Tavern. Tavern doesn't want to know. He wants to get away, and I don't blame him. This isn't the end, Sophia. We all have to go on. But you won't be able to rest until things are right. What is right? I don't know myself anymore. Your father knew. Think what he'd tell you. My father's dead. And he was never straight with me anyway. He wanted everything to be nice and safe for me. But he couldn't stick around to protect me forever. I had to meet Josephine. Is that what Aunt Edith meant? 
when she said certain things just have to be faced, that it's all right to kill. Is that what you think now? I know Edith broke the law. I know that's wrong. But I don't feel it. I feel she took care of Josephine. She protected the rest of the family, like Aristides did. Like we have to now. So we should lie to everyone. Tell them it's all over. Let them sleep more soundly. What have we done to you, Charles? You should get away from us. Start again. No. I'm going to stay and sort this place out, run the businesses, make it great again with you, my wife. You still want to marry me? You're still my Sophia. Though I understand it might take you some time to get to know me again. I don't think I knew you at all until now. Are you scared? Not of you. But Josephine was my sister. What if our children are like her? The worst of the family came together in her. The best is in you. I think we'll make your grandfather proud, and my father too. Aunt Edith was right, you know. You do look like grandfather with your stubble, and you smile like that—a little crooked. A crooked man in a crooked house. Let's go inside.